Last time on Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong. A skirmish between two of our listeners creates an alarming outreach of support. A call to arms. I am establishing a pro-Tyler party for the pending Helter Skelter Tyler v. Grizzly Wolf War that will soon consume the earth. What the fuck? With all that tries to divide us, let's take solace in song to rebuild the detritus. Everything's great. Nothing is wrong. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? Hey, Cricket. Uh, great. Welcome to Everything's Great. Nothing is wrong. The podcast where we accidentally started a race war. (laughs) Accidentally? Well, I guess, you know, vicariously. I don't know. Yes. Yes. I mean, we're just facilitating the race war. We're not actually, you know, instigators or... It's true. We're, We're purely conduits for the race war. Um... Yeah. We're commentators and conduits. Before we get into that, though, I don't <gasps> know if you've heard anything about this airplane theft. I have. I, I was really, really bummed out because I love the Barefoot Bandit, who is another airplane thief. I love airplane thieves, but this one <laughs> is a sad one what is, to me. Oh, see, I thought this guy was, well, amazing, exciting. I didn't think it was sad. It's it's been a while since there's been an airplane thief. Well, so what happened? I've, in case no one's heard, right, is that mm-hmm. I'm sure people, everyone knows, someone in Sea uh, Tac Airport in Washington was like a mechanic um, mm-hmm. on the ground and took a plane, not like a 737, but um, some sort of smaller passenger plane, empty a puddle of, jumper, a, as they say. Oh, is that what it was? Mm-hmm. And it was devoid of anyone else, but they just took it from the airport where they were working and just took off. And stole the yeah. plane. Um, but this person was basically seemingly suicidal. Um, and that's they're just going to take it for one last joyride before they uh, killed themselves in a fiery inferno. But mm-hmm. the the air traffic control, um, I guess, flight chatter, you know, you can pick up that on radios. And he just is talking like a regular person who's like just having a day. And he's so like cheerful and, and like chill it's like the i just thought it was just amazing he was like pure stoicism i haven't listened to those because i feel like it's super sad oh that a plane thief has died considering they're rare yeah yeah people to be able to fly a plane without any sort of formal training well he said he he said he could do it because he'd played a bunch of video games yeah so he's totally self-taught by simulation which is fascinating yeah and sad because he successfully took off a plane like i wouldn't be able to do that and i've seen romancing the stone like 10 times (laughs) i haven't ever seen it but i know what romance is i've not experienced Hmm. it so and you know what stones are no well should we listen to these i didn't first off i didn't know you could pick up air traffic control radio frequencies i found a website where you could and i downloaded some clips from them this is how I first found out about this because an article I read was something like jets being sent out to prevent someone from barrel rolling. And I was like, what is going on? So I did this. read that, that yeah. there were some Portland jets being Portland, Oregon, which is the state south of Washington, uh, was <laughs> deploying some fighter jets. Did you 
like I need to be, what do you think, like 5,000 feet at least to be able to pull this barrel roll off? So all oh, this guy wants shorty. to do is just like barrel roll. And yeah. it's just like, he's not like, I'm going to kill myself. I'm very upset. And, it, you know, I'm sure he was kind of in the malaise of this dystopia we live in, you know, got mm-hmm. to him. But he just yeah. sounds, he's like, you know, how do I, how can I do a barrel roll? Yeah, he's he's trying to problem solve with an expert on the on the line. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know what? I want to learn how to do tricks. How do I, how do I pull this off? Yeah. So he's getting some input. He wants some feedback and he wants to do it safely. So he can enjoy his last joy ride and only first, last, and only. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's that's crazy. Which I mean, I I feel like that's a valid question because I'm sure there's like a um altitude meter. Right. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> that's the one inside of the plane. That you know, when you're flying, you need to know how far away you are from things. So yeah. I think that's a a very good um open ended question he asked. Man, have you been to the Olympics? These guys are gorgeous. Holy smokes. Yeah, I have been out there. It's it's, it's always a nice drive. Hey, pilot guy, can this thing do a, uh, a backflip, you think? Hey, pilot guy. So, yeah, that's, I mean, that I feel like that's a fair name, a uh, fair pet name for air traffic control if you're not a pilot and you don't know what they're called. It's just like a dude that you can hear. Yeah. So obviously that guy knows how to pilot a plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's just great. He's like, hey, have, look at these nice mountains I'm flying by. Right. You know, he's like being really attentive and... He sounds almost jovial. Yeah, absolutely. That's what's so great about this whole thing that I know it, it can be considered sad, but I just yeah. really appreciate his attitude about it, you know? Yeah, like he sounds like he's in, um, in the throes of mania. Right, right. Yeah, like a euphoric, like I'm living life at 160%. I'm sorry, say that again. Sorry, uh, my mic came off. I threw up a little bit. Uh, <laughs> oh. You know, I... Uh, Hold on. Oh, shoot. Man, I'm sorry about this. I hope this doesn't ruin your day. <laughs> That's so considerate. I know. This is why I also, love this guy. He's yeah, close. he he's so beloved yeah. post-mortem. And I feel bad because, like, obviously things weren't going great. Right. Otherwise, he wouldn't have done that. But, like... He feels genuine remorse for throwing up in a plane that he's about to crash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's he's, like, t- he's using all the regular like human societal norms yeah. and standards and applying them to this insane situation where he's stolen an airplane. And he's like, "Oh, hope I don't ruin the upholstery in here with my vomit." Right? <laughs> like you the plane will like, explode oh. anyway. Exactly. It's go- it's not going to be flyable ever again. It's instinctual but just like, to, oh, this for this man up. to be so polite. Yeah. Oh shit! I just threw up all over your nice nice couch. <laughs> it is going to be on fire in a few minutes, but right. I'm still, you know, I still I apologize. Still feel genuine genuine regret. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Enough. Get it to go. Uh, in a couple hours, I guess. But um. Yeah, I wouldn't know how to land it. I wasn't really planning on landing it. Yeah. Yeah. But he said nonchalant. 
Yeah, he's like, oh, by the way, I'm going to die. Yeah. <laughs> FYI. I, I just really love his, his attitude. Yeah, he seems like very chipper for a person who is mere moments away from death. Yeah. But aren't we all? Wow. Yeah. Just flying the plane around, you seem comfortable with that? Oh, hell yeah, it's a blast, man. I've played video games before, so I, uh, you know, I know what I'm doing a little bit. <laughs> okay, and uh, and you can see all the terrain around you. Uh, you've got no issue with visibility or anything? No, nah, everything's peachy, peachy clean. Just did a little circle around Rainier. It's beautiful. Um, I think <laughs> I got some gas to go check out uh, the Olympics. And, uh, yeah. Peachy clean. Peachy clean. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to start using that in my daily life. Please do. We got to say honor to this man. Yeah. How fascinating is it that from playing enough video games, you could successfully take off and fly a plane around the crest of Mount Rainier, whatever the tippy top is, just the tip. Those designers have got to be pretty proud of what they've done. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I mean, I don't know anything about his backstory, Mm -hmm. but I hope that they're just like, oh, he's got like all of these different flying games <laughs> you know like that was his his dream was he wanted to be a pilot but he couldn't do it because he has like flat feet or whatever i don't know yeah, i assume that, that you know sense. like those those stories about maybe how he's colorblind can't be an astronaut yeah, yeah he's colorblind he couldn't do it so here yeah he did it just kind of lightheaded is the um Man, and, you know, the sights went by so fast, too. I was thinking, like, I'm going to have this moment of serenity, you know, I'll be able to take all, in all the sights. And, uh, there's a lot of pretty stuff, but uh, I think they're prettier in a different context. That's a, a heavy dose, heavy-duty dose of reality right yeah. there. In his Boom. last moments, he was very philosophical and profound. Yeah. Like, maybe he just wanted to see, you know, from like a bird's eye view, all these beautiful mountains that he lives around. But, you know, the only way he can see it is like the last thing he's ever going to see. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to land it. Um, like, uh,. In a safe, safe kind of manner. I think I'm, uh, I think I'm gonna try to do a barrel roll, and if that goes good, I'll just go nose down and call it a night. I assume that's the last um, released. Well, it's actually a really long feed. I just took clips of it, but oh, good, um, good, good, good. Yeah, so he just is like, well, I'm just gonna nose down and call it a night. Yeah, uh, and I, I feel just... like that's a real. <laughs> What what a tranquil, tranquil, morbid, I don't know, sentiment. Yeah, like he knows that he's not, even if he were to live through this, he's not going to have a life afterwards. Yeah. So he's just kind of committed. He's all in. Yeah, well, that's one of the all things the that he's like, the table. if they catch me, I'm going to be in jail forever, right? You know? Yeah. And so, yeah, they sent some jets after him to try to get him down, but he ended up, people were scared he was going to like crash into the water. And he did like this big pull up at the last minute, I think just playing around. Um, but yeah. then he crashed on like an either uninhabited or very far away island, I guess, and no one got injured except for him. Yeah, a very like a population of five 
island yeah that had literally like no buildings near where he crashed so so unless you know unless someone was like taking a hike one of the five people who live on that island taking a hike right there in the woods not on a trail then that would be really bad luck but (laughs) (laughs) didn't that happen to like john denver um (laughs) i i don't know who that is good is that the founder of denver yes he was the um colorado fella who staked his claim to the city now known as denver oh well good for him yeah so but yeah he he was actually um he died also in a plane accident oh really oh the day music died buddy holly oh i guess he was in an experimental plane but still there's a lot of people who die in planes especially musicians maybe this guy was a musician so here's what i'm thinking Mm-hmm. This guy's actions, stealing a plane, going for a joyride, killing himself, and no one else? Yeah. Ethical oh, yeah. suicide. Well, yeah. I think this is a totally ethical action in all ways, right? The plane was insured by the company, I'm sure. It's not a financial loss for the corporation. And even if it was, it's a corporation. It's uh, a material loss. It's a material I mean, loss, which has no value. Yeah. <laughs> like I mean, it's steel, not great that, whatever that means. Yeah, like, you know people had to make that plane and then it's now broken <laughs> it's, if anything it's giving people new jobs they have to make another plane right yeah, it's yeah, pr- yeah. increasing security for future hijackings that might be more dangerous so really um potentially preventative measures although the tsa seems to be an absolute farce of a situation so i guess that could 50 <laughs> percent success rate on that one i feel like okay i'm a little torn on the concept of calling this a joy ride uh, sad ride. He, yeah, I mean, obviously he he did see a lot of beauty, and he did feel. I I feel like joy is an understatement for some of the oh, like a that bliss ride, like yeah, euphoria he took a ride. Bliss ride. But also, just like you know, joy rides are like I'm just driving around town, and <laughs> he's like doing something that no one else has ever done, and it's also his death ride so like that's joyride true. seems to kind of like maybe they're doing that to kind of um make fun of it a little bit so other people don't take suit although who also so if there's gonna be a copycat like who's gonna be like all right gotta learn how to pl- fly a plane <laughs> yeah <laughs> gotta go and get a job on the tarmac like that's a yeah. lot of working up to it right it's a <laughs> you know it's a big commitment yeah yeah so and I think there's like, nothing wrong with this theft is all oh, I want to say. Yeah. And he had already like been given some options like the air traffic control. had said like, hey, why don't you go, uh, you know, land at this, um, you know, Air Force Base. And he's like, mm, I don't know. Those guys probably wouldn't like <laughs> They'll me They'll probably much. shoot me down. Right. <laughs> yeah. He's like, they probably got anti-air over there. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, given given his voice, like you can tell that he wasn't intending to hurt others right right yeah like he this was a solo flight he wasn't like i'm gonna crash into a building like no it no, was no no yeah it was just like hey i just want to see some beautiful stuff and and call it a night call it a night i mean i feel like that's a much more ethical death than like i don't know blowing your brains out in your parents apartment <laughs> And then they have to repaint that room. Like, <laughs> yeah, how annoying. Is that weird? Yeah, no, uh, yeah, I think so too. I mean, yeah, I guess uh, there was potential for 
you know, destruction. But yeah. because nothing came of it, no ethical. And is it desirable? I mean, I mean that's a if you're going to kill yourself, at least look at a mountain. Yeah. Also, um, do you think it's better or worse to crash into land than water? Like, I don't know. Is hmm. it bad to be in, like... Well, maybe the water would get polluted. Mm. You might kill some Whereas fish. The, the the trees and stuff just kind of collected all the shrapnel. Yeah. Tre- okay. Trees don't mind. Trees don't, like, mind eating shrapnel. Well, I just thought we'd bring a clip today before we got back into the race war situation. Um, I think that's a really good way to, like center ourselves it sort of you know yeah. gives us some purpose in life and reminds us that suicide is um sometimes a very beautiful and ethical thing <laughs> that sounds terrible <laughs> mm, don't yeah. say that <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. so the national suicide prevention hotline <laughs> It's 1-800-273-8255. Oh. Available 24 hours every day. There we go. Yes. Oh, it's also 1-800-273-TALK. Oh, that's nice. Yes. For those of you who don't uh, recognize Arabic numerals yet. <laughs> yet. Oh, do I have to teach you numbers too? Fuck. That'll be fine. That'll be easy. Okay. Good. There's only six Thank of them, you. I think. Perfect. Should we do letters? Is it? Do you have an ethical inquiry information? Yeah, yeah. As a millenarian, contrarian, Delawarean, I swear we're in a widespread self-concocted sanitarium. To stay egalitarian and edified in spite of sin needs an orthopterin, a bisidarium. Which one do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, let me get my knife. Okay. Got it. All right. So I'm ready. Do you let's let's recap of your carving on your carving tablet next to you. What do you see? Oh. Exactly. I, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something, but I realized that's the letter. I also thought I was gonna say more, but I did not. <laughs> okay, cool. So we're gonna do a um a vivisection. Is that what <gasps> that word means? Uh is that when you cut apart a live frog? Yes. So imagine- Is that dissection? <laughs> Wait, what's vivisection? Oh, that's, uh, yeah, live animals for the purpose of experimentation or scientific research. What's dissection? D- when they're dead? Maybe. They've died. Oh, yeah, Vivi, Vivi life, die, dead. <laughs> there we go. For real? I don't oh, know. Oh, man. Can't believe we just workshopped that out. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, so... I was trying to think of what letter to do next, because there's a couple single-stroke letters. Um, but I think we already have the O. Mm-hmm. So I think what I want you to do is just take that knife and yeah. put it through one of the edges of the O in, in, in your mind. Uh-huh. And what we're going to do is basically split that O open, um, almost like, uh, let's see, like, like Pac-Man. Do you know Pac-Man? Yeah, I play video games. Good. <laughs> so open that mouth like a cheese wheel. And okay. that O is still going to be a letter, but it's now called C. Got it, got it, got it. C is the cheese wheel. Cheese wheel, C. And it's basically an O that's missing the chunk of cheese that you've chewed. These Good. are all C words. It's a moon with a triangle cut out of it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Got it. So we have two letters now, so we can start making words. C-O-C stands for 
original <laughs> character. Original or creation. Original content. Content. Yeah. Which my OC is Dr. Berg. <gasps> yes, you are the owner and originator I've of created Dr. Berg. In, uh, from the get-go. Yeah. So that's OC, that's the letters. It's easy to do. That's so easy to do. Yeah. I learned it. All right, it's learned. Done. Cricket is a cheese. Oh, yeah, cricket. That's right. You start with C. I start with C. I start with cheese. <laughs> you start with cheese. Perfect. All right. That's so good. I, I know it in my my heart of my mind. And I trust that. That's true. Thank you. Good. Perfect. Thank you, Jeff. That's oh. such a good um, letter sound <laughs> to, for me to learn how to make. Yeah, I meant to do that earlier, but... Good enough. I mean, you can always switch it around and edit it. Nope. It's too late. <laughs> it's too late. So my um, quid pro quo um, ethical lesson for today yes. for the letter C is how would it look on YouTube? Huh. Okay. So you've lost So when, we're, when we're doing ethical inquiry, mm-hmm. if you were going to... Do something. Pick a thing that may or may not be ethical. Stealing a plane. You're going to steal a plane. How would that look on YouTube? (gasps) So many likes. (laughs) So I guess it depends on the context, right? Context starts with C. Context starts with C too. And it has, oh, right? Wait, now I'm teaching you how to read. (laughs) (laughs) So if you were this guy... Mm-hmm. And you're like, I want to kill myself, but instead of killing myself with an exit bag, I'm going to steal a plane and crash mm-hmm. it by doing loop-de-loops. How would that look on YouTube? Now, say you are a priest and you're thinking, should I put my penis in this little choir boy? Oh. How would that look on YouTube? Okay. Right? I see. So if, if, not, so if somebody was witnessing, if you were being watched. Yeah. So... The ethicalness is to say, even though no one's watching, how would this look on YouTube? Oh, okay. It's like a personal um, reality check. When you're about to put your penis inside of a choir boy, you Mm -hmm. say to yourself, hmm, how would this look on YouTube? Like what lens would I use? Yeah, like would you use a filter, like a Snapchat filter? That's that's exactly what I mean. (laughs) Okay, so that what is that called? That's called how would it look on YouTube? Okay, cool. cool. All yeah, right, that's that's part two of our ethical inquiry, inquiry toolkit. So now you've upgraded from a little wooden dagger to a little uh, pocket knife. Oh, sweet! My mm-hmm. ought should pocket knife. This is great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like ought I stick my penis in this choir boy? <laughs> should I, I get a lot of likes? You're right. Should I steal this plane to kill myself? Right. Yes. Okay, great. Nailed it. Look at us go. We're going so quick. For all of you who listen to Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, and own an Android device, do me a favor. Go to the Google Play Store and download the Podcast Republic app. That's right, Podcast Republic. It's a fantastic app that allows you to get all of your favorite podcasts directly on your Android device. I use the app and I love it. I can search for all the podcasts I want to listen to and select into my favorite zone 
and then just have them all click away because they're my favorites. Make sure you set everything's great, nothing is wrong as a favorite podcast so you don't miss any new episodes from the future or the past from us, Jeff and Cricket. On Everything's Great, Nothing is Wrong, available to you Android users in the Podcast Republic app. Now that what I've been dreading, <gasps> Cricket, we've created a, a problem. Please listen carefully. Gemini, okay, double O eight. Operators are synchronous or oh my synchronous synchronous or O eight Raj O eight Raj. We are good. Gemini, okay, if you're oh my good O eight Raj synchronous O eight secondary double O eight clear. We've got away. some mail from our one listener in Geneva. Oh, will somebody please answer that? I need to read you some emails. Oh fuck! Thank you for reading to me. One day you'll be able to read, and this will take my burden off. Someday, when you are old and I'm still a young sprite, I will read to you on your deathbed. <laughs> <laughs> what, how reassuring that'll be. Isn't it, though? Isn't it? Uh, okay. Here we go. Rise up, brothers and sisters. Oh, shit. Dear Jeff and Cricket... After this week's podcast, I cannot stay silent. To all my mythical, real, and hybrid animal friends, the gauntlet has been thrown down. Tyler and his band of Tyler 2s must be taken down. We cannot stand idly by, allowing Tyler to disparage our reputation and take what is ours. Grizzly Wolf laid first claim to this podcast. We must not let it slide into the hands of the Tylers. In time, Tyler's true intentions will be made clear. What the fuck? <laughs> this is from, most graciously, Pig Hawk. Pig Hawk? Pig Hawk. And they oh. said, please forgive any typos. I am typing on a phone and have hoof claws. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh like that. No. I love. I hope that that's like a, you know how you can have an automatic signature? <laughs> it is, actually. Okay. It's right above that sent from my iPhone. So it's a, that's exact. I had to open the tab to see it. Oh my God. I'm so happy right now. So, yeah. okay, Jeff. Yeah. We need to go into hiding. Uh, We've unleashed something we're gonna tantamount move, to. We're going to move back to Morocco. Okay. Change our names again. <sighs> Jesus Christ. Okay. So. <laughs> so. <George. laughs> okay. So premise number one. Yeah. Do we know that Tyler and Tyler 2s are not animals? <laughs> well, it seems to be the case from at least what I can tell from these emails. Oh, okay. Because I don't know. I mean, I've never seen Tyler because you just tell me about him. But that's I haven't. But here. Okay. Well, let me read you another email. Also, can other people see me? I mean, I feel like you're the only person who talks to me besides a farmer. I might be a figment of your imagination, but uh, in reverse. Flip that around. Yeah. <laughs> wait, are you? Wait a second. Are what? you on the animal side, and I'm the human side? We're not taking sides. Remember? I know, but I feel like by natural proxy, I'm being drawn to the human allegiance, and you're being. Oh, we no, gotta. We gotta no. remain steadfast. Yeah, we're we are Switzerland, obviously. Yes, I know. But okay. I was just asking, as like a you know genuinely curious, like, do we know if Tyler is human or I, not? It seems to me that Tyler's human. Okay, I didn't. It mean seems to be that rude. all the Tylers are human. Okay. 
It seems I like just, it's of the races. Tyler is a race. <gasps> oh, I'm so, so sorry. I did yeah, not you, know that. Yeah, that's I offensive. thought that was so, his name. <laughs> you know how in um, the halflings are not humans? They're like a different creature, but they just look like short humans. Is this a reference to something? What the fuck's like, happening? Uh, do you know the Hobbit? Do you know what a Hobbit mm. is? Do you know anything about the fantasy? No. Oh, what boy. What are you talking about? Fantasy. <laughs> oh, shit. Do you it's know about a- reality? <laughs> obviously that's a you know we're talking about meta ethics and normative so, ethics yeah hobbits and halflings basically are people that are short oh so tyler's are oh. they look like people but they're a race called tyler's i don't know the distinguishing characteristics maybe they have extra unhairy feet you know like super silky clean feet like I the randy know. newman sh- song I, that could be a song yeah, short short people got no reason to live. Whoa, okay, I don't know that one. Oh, you, dude, it's like his most famous song. I just learned this. Oh, yeah, I've never... they got little hands and little noses and little teeth, and they wear platform shoes, and they got nasty little feet. <laughs> yeah, you should you should definitely one hundred percent listen to this song as soon as we finish today's show. Okay, it's called short people. Oh, okay. Now you know. Now I know. Today you learned. Anyway, that's the situation, but there's more. <laughs> oh, but wait, there's more. I hope I saved my fork. <laughs> we got more. here's dessert. This email <laughs> is from Tyler Tutu. <gasps> Was that 22 when you no, put twos? Okay. It's like the garment you wear around your ballerina <gasps> self. T T T T T. Okay, The leader speaks. What? His voice has thundered through the valleys, soared over mountains, and skipped bouncily over expansive waters. We are fortified with his words. Tyler, the one true listener, will lead us all, Tyler's, to victory. Follow oh. Tyler or perish. Beasts be wary. Wait. Okay, Jeff, hold the, hold the front door. <laughs> okay. How, uh, how would this new tutu, Tyler, know about this anger when... You just now told me about Pig Hawk's email. Listen, I'm telling you, there's something else happening external to us that I don't. Fuck? We've accidentally let wild, and now it's it's everywhere. It's overbearing, and we might need to go into hiding. The oh, war Jesus. is afoot. Okay, all right. I mean, I'm I'm on board. I'm following. I'm just confused. I don't, I'm just saying that the rallying is coming from both sides here. We have we have def- apologists on every corner. Well, I'm also, not apologizing. I'm just saying. No, no, a defender. Uh, Tyler Tutu also posits, is it uh, is it ethical to make change using a tip jar, even if you plan on leaving a tip? Oh, that's a great question. So I've wondered this myself, Tyler Tutu. And you know what? I feel like, <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that, oh, go. Yeah. yeah, I assume is. that's, you know. You're, no, you're absolutely right. Name. You're absolutely so, right. Like, if you have a five dollar bill and or or, you know like a five pence and you want to you know only leave two pence but there's three pence a threepence in the the tip jar like i don't i don't see a problem with that as long as you like notify them like i'm not stealing i am making change and i'm i'm helping you because otherwise i wouldn't tip you i feel like that's a conversation i've awkwardly made with baristas before because that you know 
Sometimes you just want to tip people, but you don't want to give them the whole fiver. Yeah. We've all seen George Carbanza's classical situation where he gets in trouble for doing that. But I think that the tip jar is like a take a penny, leave a penny tray, where it's basically a communal pile of money that anyone can touch and dirty. <laughs> and if I wanted to leave a $100 bill and take a hundred ones out, it would be real strange to look at, but I think it would be very reasonably ethical to do. I the only annoyance would be for the bartenders to have to, or whomever, to switch and make change later. I but. mean, I don't think you should leave a hundred singles in a tip jar because someone can just take it and not put a hundred dollar bill in there. So you're saying that you got to be a, a vigilant tip trader every time you get like a twenty ones, you empty it out. Oh yeah, when mm. I mean back in the day when I used to peddle goods and <laughs> and wares, I would definitely like any time it reached like more than um, you know uh, twenty parcels, I would break that up and then you know put it away so like and also if people came up to me and they're like hey can you break this five i'd be like you know what i can't out of the tips because that's easy yeah <laughs> so no i think that's a totally valid question and um i would 100 percent, jeff like to see you uh replace 100 <laughs> singles from a tip jar with a hundred dollar bill so there's only one thing left while explaining <laughs> this to the people who work there slowly i think i would just wiggle my eyebrows and the dollar bill in my hand and meticulously take one dollar at a time out just <laughs> looking staring straight into their eyes just and then just finally place it back in and like give them a wink and walk away i mean <laughs> that's my plan I don't know if you have that good of eyebrow control. Maybe, maybe like it would, a it would probably hip, get very tired. Like a little hip dance. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I feel like this might have been a Woody Allen or Mr. Bean sketch. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. Well, <sighs> this email is called Down with the Tylers. <gasps> okay. How many fucking emails have I'm telling you, we've unleashed, the... we've unleashed oh, a beast. Jesus. And oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. I I mean, I feel really guilty for laughing at this race riot because it's our fault. <laughs> it is our fault. And I no, don't know... you know what? It's Grizzly Wolf's fault. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Who's I been... mean, fucking Tyler was just trying to get an internship. I mean, he's between college and career. I mean, it looks good on his resume, guys. <laughs> just trying to help a brother out. Down with the Tylers. Good luck rallying around Tyler. He sounds like he drinks NyQuil for fun. A war between beasts like Grizzly Wolf and a bunch of soft-headed, drowsy dorks wouldn't last more than a few hours. Enjoy being mauled by the angry horde of pissed-off creatures stampeding towards your poorly formed ranks. Moose Goose. <laughs> oh my god, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, I'm literally, I'm terrified of what's going to happen. Also... I've thought that was really common practice to drink NyQuil for fun. I've done that so many times just Me for too. like a, Did you a know little bit of a they buzz. Make, they make a new flavor called Zequil, which is like. Oh, got to try it. Yeah. It's is that not like when there's like when a new coffee a at Starbucks? Yeah. Oh, uh, I got to have the <laughs> caramel macchiato. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know that I had the hazelnut coconut milk macchiato recently? Maybe mm. a few hours ago. Um, <laughs> no. 
Not that we're plugging for Starbucks, but I am plugging for z my favorite type of night drink. Nightcap. There we go. Nightcap. Yeah. But no, it's so I mean, much cheaper than whiskey. Yeah, it's just drinkable Benadryl, and it's a different flavor, and it's for when you just want to go to sleep, but you don't want to drink NyQuil and feel bad about yourself. Yeah. Why do they think that about Tyler? Listen, Which... there's just there's clearly some factions going outside of us uh, that beyond us. This is bigger than us now. This is very confusing. Um, what do, uh, is there a way to differentiate our Tyler, our intern Tyler, from these other new Tylers? Yeah, he's Tyler. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, okay, one last email, and then I think we really need to go find a bunker somewhere and hunker right. down. Yeah, because this is I the mean, only voice of reason so far. Yeah, we're all in danger, especially our Tyler, Tyler, the one true Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a new email by Kawaii Kappa. Oh, I don't think we should fight. I like the songs too. Follow the example of Cricket and Jeff. They do not fight. Thanks, Kawaii Kappa. They, I assume it's a female because of about what's next. Um, also have a question ethically. Should we try to answer it for them? Yeah, absolutely. Because Kawaii Kappa is the voice of reason right now. Absolutely. You guys, we got to just, we got to calm down because this is like getting nuclear. This is DEFCON, whatever's higher or lower. It's either one or five. You know, it's approaching that one. I know that it's a weird thing with numbers. I mean, it's, we need to diffuse the situation. Yeah. We need to, yeah. Uh, put a, uh, okay. I sell used clothing that is expected to be worn and dirty. Sometimes I'm tired and have too many clothes to send, so I just put a little dirt on my, on them and rub them under my arms. Is this an unethical thing to do? No, I mean, I think that's a wonderful thing to do because people expect them to be dirty, right? Yeah, I don't, I mean, it depends on what kind of dirt they expect. If apparently you're, maybe she needs to have like worn and like done some gardening. My, my suspicion is that it's a used panty situation where you just sell oh. your... No, I don't. <laughs> you you know. go straight for the panties. I was just thinking like jeans and stuff. You yeah, know how jeans are like cool if they look vintage and kind of roughed up nowadays? Yeah, but would you put jeans in your underarms? I think the idea is to have well, that, that sweaty kind of scent. But if it's like the underarms of a kappa, like that's, I feel like that you should pay more for. What is a kappa? Oh, they're, um, I mean, traditionally they're known as river children, but you don't have them. They're like um, these Japanese imps that are typically like, you know, think of like a turtle without a shell. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're. Um, yeah, well, they're that, like, yeah, if, it, if that they seems like to make sense. They like sumo wrestling. I, okay. I mean, mo- most of the time, like if we go to like a wrestling match, you'll see Kappa there. They also have really great cucumbers. <laughs> Oh, you know, I mean, like it's the little things like some some events, you know, you go for the cucumbers, you stay for the wrestling. But yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I'm surprised you guys don't have Kappa in Zurich. But anyways, um, no, I think that like obviously if these clothes are meant to be in some way pre-touched by another being prior to being sold and enjoyed by the next person then Mm -hmm. by all means like save time and if you know that you've put them on your own flesh then i feel like that's that's done with love how much of a placebo effect is required anyway like if these people want just like the idea of the scent from your underarms or whatever 
it, I think it's just enough for them knowing that somebody has sent them someone else's used clothes. You know, you don't have to necessarily probably have the nitty gritty of every, you know, three days in the sun or whatever the, the requirements are. Well, I think for I mean, a lot of people, it's more like the, the just the concept of receiving these in the first place is enough. Have you I'm seen... assuming this is all sexual, by the way. So that's that's part of my <laughs> that's part of my headcanon here. I mean, have you seen like um, there's videos now of, you know, bleached or stonewashed jeans where it's not even bleached anymore. It's just done with lasers. So it's not even, oh. you know, the traditional methods of roughing up the jeans are now done with like essentially a 3D printer to make it look like there's folds in the jeans where they've been worn and creased. So it's, I mean, I would rather it be actual kappa sweat in the pits of this t-shirt or under the cups of this bra or in the crack of this underwear Mm -hmm. rather than like some sort of synthesized chemical that smells like, like, wouldn't that be so weird? If they have like a spray and they're like <laughs> in like all the the, the hot spots, because <laughs> that seems real weird to me to yeah. use fake smells and in general. I used to okay, this is totally off track. <laughs> I used to have this um, perfume that uh-huh. I bought I bought using the intern interwebs, um, and it was made by a popular. Um, hamburger chain that prided itself on a charbroiled grilled smell and okay. it was called BK Flame mm-hmm. and I used to go to music shows and <laughs> while at these shows I would spray people with BK Flame Oh, and I thought it was real funny because was it like then- an aphrodisiac? It was a cologne that okay. was limited released in Japan, and mm. it smelled like grilled beef. It does <laughs> sound good. I know. I thought it smelled awesome. Yeah. But I would smell, un- unbeknownst to people at these punk rock shows, I would spray them with BK Flame. So is that unethical? Asking, oh. Asking for a friend. <laughs> um, no, I, I mean, if you smell, I don't. I feel like there's no way to control how you smell through the outside world you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what you could you could walk into a, a nasty flatulent sector <laughs> of a dance floor yeah and it's not like unethical to be to have farted on someone right well i feel like everyone was farting it up except for me who was spraying it up with bk flame i don't know i don't think i don't even i can't even imagine what the consequences of that could be except that everyone just gets really hungry after the show yeah, well, I mean, I think that after a while they knew <laughs> that something was different, but they couldn't quite place their finger on it. <laughs> <laughs> or their tongue. Yeah, when they were like, you know what? Usually this this whole room smells like farts because we're yeah. all fart machines, but right now it smells like flame-grilled beef. Like, that's a weird shift. Probably mixed with fart, really. With, yeah, well, yeah, but I mean... Yeah. At some point in time, it shifted from fart to beef. Sixty <laughs> percent real beef. Yes, sixty yeah. forty. <laughs> I think yeah. I mean, that sounds great. That sounds like a dream vacation to me. So. Oh. Well, um, you know, purchasing some clothing, not underwear, um, but 
any other clothing that has been gently um, stamped by a kappa, you know, claim yeah. stamped by a kappa. I think it sounds great. So thanks, kappa, Kawhi, kappa. It sounds like you have a lot of uh, clients too. So maybe you could up your prices and just do slightly fewer. You know, oh. get a better rate per return. Yeah, because it's like the difference. Then you don't have to worry between... about being too tired all the time. You can get some, you know, yeah. mucks needed R and R, as they say. Yeah, like the difference between getting like, you know, cookies resale or homemade cookies. Like these right. ones are, you know, a little bit fancier. Yeah, you could have the underarm sector too if you want to have like the uh, fast food version. You know, you can have the fancy child broiled you know, worn for three days steak, or you can have the underarm cooked in 15 minutes steak, different prices, different work amounts for you. That is an amazing idea. All right. Well, that's, I think I'm getting terrified of the state of the world. Um, I think we need to take a couple weeks to regroup and sort this out. Emails may keep coming in fighting the good fight. I don't know how dangerous it's going to be, but we have some backlog of what trains and stuff. Yeah. They might pop out in the interim, so um, I think next week I'll try to throw out a train and not, and then we'll have to come back and see what, what we've faced. Poke our heads out. I think that's wise. I really, I mean, not just for my own edification, but I really hope that you read those in chronological order of receipt. Oh, absolutely I did. Thank goodness. Also, yes. I, I really don't want any of the Tylers or any of the hybrid creatures of the world to think that we are minimizing your struggles i just want you to know that this is a, a mediation um even though we are neutral we, we would like to put some time and some distance between um the very heightened emotions that are going on between tyler's and uh two form creatures just saying um or but- any creatures it seems like the beasts are kind of it can be mythical to have hybrid to any kind it seems like all it takes all kinds yeah yes absolutely yeah i mean all of us numinous creatures who are anthropomorphic and can either read write or speak um (laughs) you know let's just get back to our roots and you know ensure that we all are living our best lives just like a person who's just stolen a plane yeah yeah so yeah, thank you everybody for writing in. That is uh, very nice. Even the, the you know the call to arms uh, <laughs> war <laughs> war calls. I feel like you know we're we're glad that you care. <laughs> <laughs> Pat on the backs all around. <laughs> Next week we'll read train sex fan fiction. Oh yeah. If any listeners don't know what that is, that's gonna happen, and then uh, we will see where the war is is leading. Yeah, get get your Kleenex out. <laughs> get ready for either masturbation or crying. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? Both cry yeah. baiting. Yeah. Yep, cry baiting about um, you know some tank engines. Yeah. Who doesn't like doing that on a Monday? <laughs> I'm gonna get some canned spinach. Start stockpiling. That's really um, smart. I'm gonna you know I'm gonna learn how to distill water. <laughs> there we go. Everything's great. Question Every- mark. <laughs> Nothing's wrong? <laughs> I guess keep emailing at everythingspodcast at gmail.com. And, I mean, if there's going to be an epic tale to be told, you know, you can flesh out some of your backstories on the... Anonymous submission form 
at everythingsgreatnothingiswrong.com.